0: Hi! Coming to you live from the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, this is episode (laughs) 158 of the Rum Doings Podcast. Now, please put your hands together and provide a very warm welcome for John Walker, who's going to introduce the topic for today's show. Hello. So today's topic is, isn't it about time we trusted MPs to manage their own business? Thank heavens we don't have to talk about that. Yes. For our American lister, can you say what an MP is? <laughs> it's uh, military police. That's right. We need to trust our military police a little bit more than we have in the last That's right. few it's centuries. It's weird that we let them run the country, uh, and yet we don't call it a police state. Yes, I know we don't. We we, we, we don't call it a police state. We call it a um, Bobby state, because it sounds nice. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Bobby state. Bobby's on the beat. So you can email us at podcast at rumdoings.com. Somebody did this week and said that they'd given us a an an iTunes review, which was nice of them. How generous! Um, except, of course, Apple have made it a text adventure game to determine <laughs> where that iTunes review is. It's your reward at the end of some big uh, maze. So I still haven't found that review, but sh- I'll continue playing the game. And once I've defend, uh, once I've defeated the um, the dragon, I'll let you know what the review was. I've installed iTunes on my PC. Oh dear, I, I'm sorry. For these very moments. Mm hmm. So i just got to figure out how to use it. <laughs> oh, yes, it's changed a bit, hasn't it's it? It's so. It's good because it hides the buttons in such tiny little squares. <laughs> It okay, does. So store, press... I'm searching for the store for where we charge people for doings. <laughs> yes, the, 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 uh, the, the podcast shop with all those shelves full of podcasts ready to be bought. Pop, pop one in your basket and mm-hmm. run along to the counter. So it's how are accessing you? the iTunes store, Nick, it's accessing it. So how are you? Are you well? How, how's it going with you? How, have you been keeping well? How's it? Nick, I'm about to get my highest score ever on threes. I don't know what a threes are. You're the only one. What is a threes? Oh, it's loaded. Some game, puzzle game on the electric telephones. Oh right. Oh, so you're a casual gamer now, are you? Nice to know that. Fine. I've always been a. I've always been a puzzle gamer. Do you still use your DS? Uh, I get my 3DS occasionally, yes. It's interesting because there was a time when you were bonded to it. Now oh, no, 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 no. I never bonded to my 3DS, the original DS, very much so. But of course, that was a long time ago when the DS, uh, people were making games for the Nintendo DS. Yeah, a long time ago um, or within the life of this podcast when you used to talk about the games you were playing. <laughs> that the was the, 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 this podcast caught perhaps the very, very tail end of the DS's life. Perhaps so. OK, I found what I'm doing's on here. Well done. Thank you. It's got a a five-star rate. Stop talking over me, it's rude. Well, okay, why don't you just take a sabbatical so I can come and visit you more often then? Okay. All right, cool. It's got a five-star... It's five-star rated podcast. Is it? I think that's not particularly generous. It should be seven. Based on 117 reviews. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's released under the Creative Commons license. Oh, did... Are Apple still mad and they... Link to those reviews in an unsortable mess. Hang on, I can choose to have them by most helpful, most favourable, most critical and most recent. Most recent. Most Mm recant. The most recent one is from the 12th of September 2013. So he was lying to us. Just a big fat wobbly liar. He's a big fat wobbly lie. Oh no! But there is another trick that Apple do, yes. that I think they separate out different countries iTunes stores as reviews, so that we can't see their reviews and they can't see ours. Because I've I've seen this before with other podcasts. I thought, hmm, this is a popular podcast and doesn't have very many reviews. And then I've realised that those are the UK reviewers. And if you were to be able to look at the US reviews, you'd see a lot more. Oh, I see. Well, the most recent one said, A podcast in which John is nice and Nick is clever, and sometimes Nick is nice and John is clever, and both are occasionally mildly belligerent. That seems fair enough. Talking about uh, belligerence, I wanted to discuss a recent piece that you wrote about some sort of conference that you went to. Oh, I don't. Do we really have to talk about bloody video games on this podcast? And now you're going to make us talk I'm about ha- videos you haven't watched I'm, I'm not going to talk about video games I'm going to talk about something that concerns me Particularly the oh. did a talk about Mob rules, the destructive power Of opinion and online community oh, Okay I'm happy to talk about that because that's not about video games at all Exactly, that, so you see you prejudged me You were racist Well you for some reason thought it was Within the interests of Brenda Romero And Nikki Harper To tweet them letting you know that you disagreed With some talks you hadn't watched Which I think was very helpful to them. (laughs) Yes, I imagine they were much boosted from this information. Perhaps they thought that I was persecuting them and that they needed to report me to the police. That's probably the usual way they respond to such things. Yes, that's Um, the way they respond to such things, yes. Well, you know, John, the internet is mm, terrifying. (laughs) if only daddy were here to look after us oh good there is because people like um david cameron have been listening to phrases like that and they've been giving us this protective little firewall to make us all cuddly on the internet and then police have been literally arresting people for saying nasty things to people on twitter oh that's good i'm so glad that the response has been proportionate and i'm glad that people who are whining about such things are helping to destroy our ability to be unpleasant but free with that unpleasantness great will imagine be imagine a universe in which your arrogant tosspot tosspot head had thought maybe I should watch this video before condemning it on the o- very opposite of what it says i'm reading your that is your con- when i say your i <laughs> mean the, con- the the congregation of cells and chemicals and bacteria yes. Yes. that we laughably call John Walker. Uh huh. His summary. Yeah, my summary doesn't make it say, suggest any of those things either. First of all, this guy. The internet is mm-hmm, terrifying. That's what he says within it. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Yes. He, he, this man, he, he, said, he said a very stupid thing on Twitter. He lost everything. He lost, he lost everything, literally- John. Like, like, like somebody in a concentration camp or a, Hoot- uh, or, or a Hutu and a Tutsi fighting in Rwanda. He lost everything, John. He everything. Lost, he lost Every- his job, his no, mind, everything. his respect. He lost friends. He lost everything. He, he, lost- he, he got terminal cancer and his child <sighs> drowned. He lost everything. Oh, you're so I think fun. we need a sense of perspective here. Some people said some things to him with ASCII and then he had to get a new job. Listen. That's actually what happened. Listen, he lost lost a lot more than just his job. He went through a horrible time, which he describes as the best thing that could have happened to him because he learned so much from it and grew so much from it. So, again, your rather lazy and stupid understanding of what the man was saying is is, is irrelevant. I think that the phrase check your privilege is actually ironically well used here. (laughs) In what possible sense? People who create these... Big melodramas. Nick, he, Nick You uh, watch the video. I am not suggesting that his situation was as serious as a worse situation because I'm not mentally ill. What I'm saying you is You can't that judge whether you're mentally ill or not. Well, I am mentally ill. Person. It's a ridiculous claim for me to have made. I'm literally mentally ill. I have a <laughs> yes, mental illness for which I yes. am on medication. But anyway, that aside, he, makes, uh, he presents... Stop exactly being disabled. What, he presents exactly what did happen to him. And then he doesn't pretend it's worse than it is. And he doesn't say that it caused him to kill himself or to die or to have to to grow cancers. He said it was good. It allowed him to develop and grow as a person. It allowed him to make some important changes. And what did the person who said how to become fireproof surviving Internet negativity? What did Nika Harper have to say about that? It's quite an interesting talk. I went along for that one just for me rather than to report on it and um and the most interesting thing i think i said this in the summary the most interesting thing that came out of it for me was the comment that the comment the 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 insults the jibes that affect you the most are the ones that reflect the personal fear of your own indeed you mentioned that before to you did they mention it on the podcast i'm not sure i I don't don't really see the difference between real life (laughs) no i know it's all the blur (laughs) yes i don't know why we don't just record all our conversations probably should yeah um, anyway, yeah. so it wasn't there was nothing particularly revelationary in there, but it was it, but it, it was I found it a really just helpful thing to be a part of. And she was just, she was interesting. She's quite a fun person. So she's fun to listen to. Mm, OK, well, I do worry about this, though, because I think people's natural and perhaps understandable inclination when they experience this is to reach out for a paternalistic solution. They want, well, that's daddy, the very they want daddy to make it better. That's, and, and that's very uh, dangerous, of course. That's the very opposite of what this guy did. What he did was... I'm not about the guy, I'm talking about the girl. Well, she, wasn't... <laughs> she said that if you receive genuine threats to report them to local authorities, but otherwise that's the only, that's the only reaching out to daddy she, she suggests. Mm. I mean, I'd be very interested to know what you would actually do because you've never faced a, 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 anything like this at all. You, have, you haven't even a glimmer of the reality of it. So I'd be interested to know what would actually happen to you. I mean, the, the guy, was, uh, Adam Orff, was receiving 60 negative tweets a minute. At uh, uh, for 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 at one point it was. You know th- what I would do? Well, he what he did was made his Twitter account private. But yes, no, would I wouldn't make my I wouldn't make my Twitter account private. I would just leave that Twitter account and make a new one with a new name. That's what you do, and then that's it. That solves the problem. The end. But um, it wasn't the end for him because people were um, people were hacking, people were digging up his private life, and and sending threats to his family, and. Um, there were threats to, uh, to, all sorts of horrendous things were going on. I imagine that's been exaggerated. Reaching. No, 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 he showed, there's, just watch, as I say, watch the talk, mm. there's the evidence. But he, um, yeah, and it doesn't really matter. It's just, I know what it's like to have, no, you don't. To have negative comments. Cut, reaching I know every what it's like today. to be in Auschwitz. Yes, I know, I also know that, but that's irrelevant. That's not <laughs> what I'm talking you about. Know, I'm talking about something, you know, much more damaging. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about something of a much smaller scale that I'm aware of. I'm not talking about my time in the in the concentration camps. Fair enough. Um, and it is, it gets to you to have just, I, I only get like a few a day. I can't imagine how much it would get to me to just be, to have, get really scared. But you don't get anything, you take. I, well, I don't think I agree with that. I think that... You take, nobody's forcing A few years ago, Twitter didn't even exist. Yeah, but so I get it, it in happened. my emails as well. Like, you know, it's not, and it's comments on the site and on and on and on. No, I don't think I don't think on and on and on, on, on is correct. So what? I, well, people it is? I mean, it is every day. Pants. John, you're a poopy pants. Well, You've well, got that's... big poopy pants on. See, if people call me a poopy pants, I would be quite pleased. I would. Join I thought you said pants. that you were you, that which you were most terrified of being true. Was <laughs> that what you? <laughs> You know, you've had some issues at your bottom. I do wonder whether... Because I, th- I wonder whether the things that would kick in for you, if it actually happened to you, if you even got a... You know, because you, obviously you have none of this at all. And I wonder whether you would start, because of Judith and Victoria, whether you would start to have the fears creep in when people start making threats and stuff, whether you would be as level-headed as you are in your hypothetical version. Well, you must remember that... Um... I mean, my family did have it in South Africa. Yes, absolutely, but you were a was small the child. South so that the, secret, really... the secret police who were doing it. So yes, but you I were a small, your a, yeah, but, a small child. But generally I, think that, yeah, generally, I think that when you, when you know that that's what you have been through, um, yeah. uh, then to be told that people on Twitter have been calling you silly names isn't as terrifying. What's terrifying is when is it? I think what is terrifying and the only thing that I would think would be terrifying for me is if it were the power of the state that were doing that to me, right. then I would be. Yeah. If, it's, if it's a gamer sitting in his pants in his mother's basement, he can say anything he wants. He really can. Um, I had some people last year um, when I was criticising UKIP um, and I think the EDL, and some people said, well, I'm going to find out where you live and beat you up or something, right. smash your face in or something like that. And really, um, no... It's, well, no, and I don't. That, that's ASCII, that's ASCII twittery nonsense. I have no interest in relating to that in any way. That's going to cause the smallest release of causes. But if the police were saying that as part of an official po- or even unofficial policy, yeah, then I'd be very terrified. But and I don't, that... like I say, I, I don't find any of it terrifying. I just find it upsetting. Mm. I find it demoralising more than anything. Um, just to have people so actively and so voluminously hate you. Is don't, a, don't. is a deflating and they tiring don't. experience. They don't, they do not though. Cause, and you know they don't, cause you know that if you took 99% of these people and you brought, you took, brought them with you to a coffee shop and you sat in front of them and said, hello, here's your coffee. Let's sit <laughs> down. Tell me what, what do you think? They wouldn't say any of that. Oh, yeah, because they're they cowards, but they would drink into a little say well it's just it was just something I typed online it was like it was just meant to be a um, um yeah well actually um uh, yeah I don't really I think sometimes you go on a bit about um um, um so how ladies need your protection but I don't that's yeah, what that's what it would, <laughs> that's what it would de- you know that's what it would devolve into I agree that they are cowards men, and we know that how we know do, do you know how we know that would that that's how what that would devolve into how many um either in a country of 350 million people where any baby can own a gun, how many school shootings are there, actually? Yes. And that's how many true psychotic people there are that gives you an an indication of the sort of true psychotic people. no no i completely understand this i'm 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 arguing that it is demoralizing I, especially as someone who does take other people's feedback far more seriously than i should no i um, don't th- I, I just don't disagree that you should take feedback seriously but i think you can tune the subtext of the feedback i think possibly you're not tuning the subtext properly if somebody's calling you I mean, what's the worst thing that people have said to you that's really affected you? I, I, that you're corrupt, I suppose. That is, and that had one of those today. Um, okay. Someone just announcing that I take that I take money from advertisers to write positive things about their games. Well, that's um, fair enough. I mean, you do that all the time, and but I don't want anyone to know because it's that's really to my reputation. <laughs> but that's the thing. Um, nobody important believes that. No, I know, but the more the, the the you know, there are forums and Reddit threads and all this stuff dedicated to shouting these things as facts, and it's it's just, just it's and it's almost like it's not just for me; it's for the whole industry. It's for all the all the good people that I know doing a good job of this silly job. It's just uh, it's demoralizing. It's and let's stop talking about this. Let's talk about fun, happy, exciting things. Um, is anything fun and happy and exciting happening in the world at the moment? Oh yeah, you're about to go on a bicycle.
1: You yes. announced
0: that you're leaving Rock Paper Shotgun forever because I'm of leaving. artistic difficulties. I'm, i no, I've not, not announced that. What I've announced is the whole. I'm, I'm, ste- I'm stepping away for three months and then you know to spend more time quietly, with your family, That's not right. come back. Yes. At the end. No. It, th- thank for, just in case anyone is frightened, I have absolutely every plan to come back. Um, unless someone I, I has have to, no an, plans not to come back. At the moment. Of course, it's, it, uh, I'm the third person on RPS to take a sabbatical. Um, it's it's p- perfectly normal procedure, and I'll be back in July, hopefully feeling slightly less entirely, wholly exhausted. But you need to check your privilege again. Sorry, I but, have to keep telling you to check your privilege. <laughs> you're, you're a man who gets to feel exhausted by sitting at yes, home and typing cl- stuff. And you get to respond to that exhaustion I know. by going on a sabbatical. And I don't mean... Really, I, I can check your privilege. It's a ridiculous phrase. But actually, if you want to use a better phrase, you know, count your blessings and, and yes, revel in them. Enjoy listen, that fact. Here's what you're not factoring in. I deserve it. Um, actually, I hadn't thought of that, yes. that variable. That kind of changes the whole colour of it. I know. It's weird how just one little phrase and suddenly your whole Weltanschauung just flips. It's amazing. <laughs> it's true, actually. And when you when, when you think about it like that, then you suddenly realise all those people who who wouldn't deserve deserve it. exactly don't deserve it. I mean, I could give you another example, and this skates close to our topic today, but doesn't actually specifically breach it mm-hmm. because of your wording, which was a little sloppy. And that is, um, <laughs> if 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 a woman had taken tens of thousands of pounds from the taxpayer to which she wasn't entitled uh, in a a benefit scrounger as she'd be called in a a council estate (laughs) Um, you can imagine what the tory party would have had to say about her and what the law would have said about her and what the sun would have said about her and so on whereas nick hanging hanging would literally be too good for her Whereas it, until this morning, most Tory MPs were saying, um, "Let's draw a line under it," and <laughs> yes. she shouldn't. And this is turning into a witch hunt. <laughs> this is turning into a witch hunt, John. But she, she said deserves she, she, it. She grumpily and begrudgingly said she was sorry in the most perfunctory way she could, and that's all we need for making up for the theft of lots of money from us. <laughs> that's right. And then the threatening of newspapers. Yes, well, she said, oh, Leveson, don't be naughty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't heard Mr. Coogan's response to that because Mr. Coogan loves Leveson because he doesn't want people to know about all his drug orgies and blowjobs from <laughs> strange... Oh, you're not allowed to... There was an interesting um, Boing Boing post the other day where a transgendered woman... Yes. You've got to be very careful how I say this because it's actually part of the article. Uh, wrote uh, an article attacking... Another transgendered woman who'd written for Advocacy Magazine um, and then had tweeted that she hated RuPaul because RuPaul had used the word um, she male on, right. on, his, on his television program. And the transgender community have decided that that word is now very bad. And Does RuPaul identify so. as male or female? I, I thought I, I was under the drag impression queen. that it was a drag queen act is a dry queen act, but has a, has a, uh, has game, games on that show, which include transsexuals, like there's spot the, the female from the she male or something like that, which, okay. that he, which he does. And. This is what's interesting, and there was a huge hoo-ha about this. How dare you? are not allowed to say these words anymore. And they were trying to get RuPaul cancelled and all the rest of it, like they had tried to get Cobalt cancelled. The cancelled Cobalt thing is amazing. Yeah, and they wanted to start up a RuPaul one as well. And Judge Coxcomb had an interesting point. He said, look, you can argue about what's the right terminology all you want, and you can argue about the effects of the terminology, but please... (laughs) Uh, tra- transgender community, don't start seeing RuPaul as one of your enemies because that's not particularly helpful. And, yes. he, and Coxcomb was becoming particularly annoyed by this sort of preciousness. But uh, when he's next in, we need to press him about that because I. Th- it, what's interesting about the whole notion of a drag queen is that they are supposed to be transgressive and subversive and, frankly, offensive of societal norms. Yes, and so. RuPaul was being transgressive and offensive to a certain set of societal norms for which he was being attacked. So it's an interest by the same people who would otherwise see that as a liberating and necessary part of being a drag queen. So it's interesting. It's like tread on any societal norms you want, but don't tread on mine, which is is an interesting little uh, irony there. According to Wikipedia, RuPaul is noted among drag queens for his indifference towards the gender-specific pronouns used to address him. Both he and she have been deemed acceptable, as he has said, "You can call me he. You can call me she. You can call me Regis and Kathy Lee. I don't care. Just so long as you call me." Yes, and what was interesting was somebody somebody said he should he should check his privilege. He doesn't know what it's like to suffer. They hmm. Yes, uh, a, a little boy, a little black boy in the repressive um, American South who found out that he was gay and then wanted to be a drag queen. Yeah, he's probably never had any issues to deal with at all. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all be fine. Gosh, also, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, no. Also, what's weird is, isn't my imagination or has RuPaul been around forever? Forever. I'm sure I remember reading about... RuPaul having existed in, in, in the time of the Romans or something fifty three years old. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Really, looking amazing, looking fantastic for it, it. shows you you have just got to be a drag. Do you think you make? I don't think you make a very oh, good drag queen, John. I think I don't know if I would because I'm very very fat and hairy. I mean, what sort of drag queen could you be? I can imagine. I, I think I'd, if I even if I were to try as hard as possible, I think I would end up looking like a pantomime dame. I think you would. I think you would look like a pantomime, and I'm trying to think... If you actually decided that you were a woman mm-hmm. and you wanted to go through transgender, again, it would be difficult for you. I think it would be difficult for anyone, but why... No, you? no, but I mean difficult... Because, no, because there are certain... I mean, look at Dana International. There are certain people who are born... With uh, whether the transition, the, at least on the outside, is quite easy. Oh, and quite their frame persuasive. is considerate of their situation. Yeah, exactly. Their frame is considerate of the situation, but blokes who are in, who look like um, rugby players who then no longer wish to be folks, uh, that must genuinely be a tough situation to be in. I think so. I know some transsexuals who are who 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 would have been built who were built like me, and yes, I, I think it, I think it does make it much harder. Indeed. That's not to say that there aren't uh, plenty of, of, of big women, but often that's the you, you specifically want to get away from the um, the signifiers yes. of yes. a particular sex, and so, and you find it more difficult to do that if you're blessed with those. How do we get signifiers. hear from my, my quitting rock paper shotgun? Oh, because, because you're 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 quitting rock paper shotgun to have an operation and and become a lady to start before. a whole new life. Yeah, a whole a new life. <laughs> You, uh, uh, I wanted to say that while I ha- while I am not planning to leave Rock River Shock Shotgun, there is a the usual caveat. I want to make sure it's there unless someone gives me enough money or you're killed. I don't. Yeah, well that 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 would pretty much have me quit most of my activities. Or the rapture happens. That's true. Would, be I, be ta- would I be taken? Would I be taken, Nick? Am I good enough? Yeah. Who would be left to look after my side? side? Well, Might everybody, everybody else. There? Everyone else. It would just be me. <laughs> yes. Today, John Walker has been absorbed into heaven, but don't worry; the site won't change much. <laughs> Carrying on as but normal, yeah. Our satanic heathen gaming coverage. Talking about satanic heathen, did you enjoy learning that um, the Church of Latter Day Saints had been a? T- 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 I already knew that. Did you know the degree to which? it Yes, had been? yes, yes. I didn't realize the degree to which it was quite so kind of woven into the very fabric of it, of the of the religion yes and that was particularly interesting in as much as i didn't know that until i started researching that today either that i thought it was just one of those things that if you pressed a, a mormon granny you should have said all oh, those black folk are probably not quite one of us whereas it was ideologically embedded at the deepest root of the religion of cain who decided that cain was dark anyway to that degree I think there's some ambiguous wording from which people have take tried to make great leaps or something. I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. And I would some. imagine it's probably just colourful Hebrew language trying to describe his darker personality rather than his skin tone. If well, I such don't... a thing exists. Well, this is always this is the danger of Hebrew, of course, because as I've said to you before, you're always going on about the danger of Hebrew and the Yiddish. Yeah, the Yiddish is fine because that's just German, but. Uh, the uh, the danger of Hebrew is that, con- that it, does it, it uses very concrete terms for things. In other words, it uses things that describe natural phenomena, that describe the appearance of things, that describe um, uh, objects in the world, and expects you to do the work to create the metaphor from those. Mm-hmm. In other words, Hebrew can only ever use metaphor that uses concrete entities as a metaphoric referent. And a prime example of this is there, e- there are very few... Um, Abstract now. there's no word for religion in classical Hebrew, for example. Uh, God's, uh, when you talk about God's spirit, the spirit of God, which is near the beginning of Genesis, the phrase is Ruach Elohim, which mm-hmm. literally means windy the, wind, the wind of, of God. So, uh, and, and Ruach, and it's not like, okay, it's a sort of like, so it, it literally, it, it's the, that's the identical word that you'll use if you say it's a bit windy today. So there's yep. no, and there's no there's no difference there's no subtlety in it that's it you have to do the work. So similarly if some very literal minded translator saw oh says that he was dark that probably means that um, he had he had a lot of melanin in his skin. What, what I've he... taken from this is that the Holy spirit is a godfather. Yes. yes. Godfather. He's god. the godfather. <laughs> no, you spoiled it. Here's an interesting thing in the New Testament in the Greek. It Greece- better be interesting. It better be. There's uh, a bit in Greek where the Pharisees are challenging Jeezy Creasy on um, working your Can you on not be Sabbath. so flippant with his name, please. I'm sorry. I'll call him by his actual name that he was called at the time, Mister Jesus, Mister, Mister Christ, Mister Jesus you. Christ. That G, that famous J letter they, 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 were, Aramaics are always using. Yes. Yeah. I'll make sure get that. I part. do find it amusing that the one letter that neither Aramaic nor Hebrew has is the one you've decided. <laughs> Don't forget, yes. there is power in the name of Jesus, as the hymn goes. Yes, there would be. he said it properly. Anyway, so Mister Christ, in he- Jesus the Gardener, he yeah. um, he was chatting Racist. with the Pharisees, and they were challenging. <laughs> thank you, they were challenging him about working on the Sabbath, and he said, "If your son fell down a well on the Sabbath, would you not rescue him?" And next to "son" is an asterisk, and at the bottom of the page it says some translations read donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, And I, I feel like I may have said this, on like an, I seem to remember like in a really early run doing, so I may have covered this before, but I, it does make me wonder, if you can confuse the word "sun" for donkey, just how far-reaching is that in its implications for Christianity? Indeed, and we know that the, uh, that, that in Jesus' second coming, he is going to be riding on the back of the sun. I think it's going to be, it could be a donkey riding on the back of the son of God. That's true. What what do, do, how What's your opinion of jo, uh, John Hodgman these days? I know that you had one before, but I wonder whether you changed. I saw him on an episode of At Midnight recently, which is the first time I've seen him on anything in ages. And he just seems a rather charming man. He's got a terrible moustache. Curly cue moustache, yes. What, what is After Midnight, Before Midnight, At Midnight? At what? Midnight is a daily uh, comedy quiz show based on the events of the, that day on the internet on Comedy Central. Oh dear. That could go badly wrong. It's quite fun. It's not brilliant, but it's just they have mm. three comedians and Chris Hardwick off of Nerdist um, mm. asking the questions about stuff on the internet that day. And it's genuinely quite, you know, it's, and it seems to be genuinely improvised. I think the opening round, they have the question pre-prepared, um, mm. but they're definitely making up loads of stuff on the spot because they're reacting to each other. And it's in a, in a way that no British TV show would ever dare do. So when Nicholas Parsons pops his clogs, who's going to do just a minute? I wonder whether they'll let that one retire. Do you think they will? I they die. didn't. They didn't do that with. Uh, I am clue. sorry. No, you I have, have not got a clue. Clue. That's what you call it. And then you yeah. clap. Woo! And whoop! Yes. Um. I don't know, but I was thinking about another octogenarian who's due to die soon. That's going to really open up some doors for for rum doings. Mickey Rooney. Not Mickey Rooney, because he's already popped his clogs. Oh. Mr. Rupert Murdoch! Oh, yes. Because the moment he's got, obviously going to die soon, and the moment he does, you'll finally be able to libel him. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, I'll for be the able first to, time. Tell, to tell the truth of all his kiddie fiddling antics. That's Which right. you can't do yet, because he's still alive. I, I can't do that yet, but I, I soon will be. <laughs> just, Just you wait, Rupert Murdoch. As yeah. soon as your last breath is taken, the truth shall out. The made-up stuff that we love saying about you. We'll just stop saying it. We'll just report about how he was a particularly yeah. unpleasant media mogul. Yes, who who tried to build up an empire with his inadequate children. That's right. Had a, 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 un, a unfair monopolies and controlling interests all over the place in ways that you shouldn't do. That's what That's what we'll say. That we'll have to flip over <laughs> to just, that'd be great. Wait till he's dead and then tell the truth about him. Yes, we um, couldn't tell the truth until he died. Now the full-sorted facts can be revealed. So, who else is going to do to die soon? Well, you you suggested the Queen, didn't you? I've been wrong about the Queen so many times now, I have to stop guessing. You have? You, you said 2012 would be the year. I did. And it's 2014, the old bat's still going. Oh, come on now. Philip, surely. Philly Willie. How old Philly, is, he is he now? You? Eight million and twenty. <laughs> yes, he's. I'm going, to, I'm going to look it up on the Wikipedias. <laughs> you can't believe anything you read on the, the Wikipedia. <laughs> he was. He's. You're right. Uh, Eight million nine hundred seventy-three thousand four hundred and six. Oh, I wasn't very close. Excellent. Yes. So, yeah. He looks more like a vulture every day, <laughs> I'm going to peck your eyes out. Uh, I don't know who's next? Dennis Healy. That, that's my prediction. There you go, really? Dennis Healy. Yeah. How old he? Um, 90, is he in his nineties? Something. Yeah. Dennis Healy next. Let's have a look. Let's look at how his old eyebrows, Dennis is. They really should be a will finally fall out and stop keeping him alive. <laughs> is that how he's powered? Yes, he's powered with eyebrows. It's like a strange um, facial hair Samson thing he's got going on. Good gracious, he was born in 1917. That's ridiculous. He was born while the First World War was happening. He's 90s. He's Well, he's 96 at the moment. At the moment, Ooh. he is. Gracious. And he'll be that forevermore. You don't think he's going to make it to the 30th of August? No. I don't. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> wow, who's right. next for? Oh, though Officer Utrey picked someone up yesterday, didn't he? Did he? Was he named? There was no. There was another uh, one of these bizarre Radio Four news stories where they say a seventy-three-year-old man has been qu- taken in for questioning by the police. What? Why is this? Oh, because Officer Utrey arrested him. <laughs> I wonder who it might be. And what's Any guesses? Thing? Have they announced... I'm going to see if they've announced who... Who, who is who is 73 of all the celebrities? All, all the Pythons are in their 70s. Oh, that would be a terrible... Unless it were <laughs> Eric Idle, in which case we'll all, we'll all celebrate. Um, I don't think... I, you know, I'm still not quite ready to celebrate that children got abused. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Ooh, a bit of a just, bingo liberal. Interesting. I just happened to go to Tiff Richard... Wikipedia page. He's seventy-three. I don't think that's. I don't think he would be the one. I'm just telling you, Cliff Richard is seventy-three. I may have made up seventy-three. Don't forget. Did you make up seventy-three or didn't? I, if you? no, it just felt right. Because you I'm know gonna... you could be getting into serious trouble here with your allegations, John. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> so all, that, that all All seventy-three-year-old celebrities were. Arrested yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was 73. A 73-year-old man arrested on suspicion of sexual offences as part of a police operation prom- prompted by the Jimmy Savile abuse scandal has been bailed. One sentence, no commas. Mm-hmm. He has been told to return to London Police Station in mid-May. Officer Utree is the investigate- investigative officer into abuse by Savile and others. And others. Well, there you go. So there you go. All 73-year-olds... So, I'm sorry, Cliff Richard, it doesn't matter whether you did anything or not, you're still guilty. <laughs> yes, exactly, because it's all 73-year-olds. Yes, all 73-year-olds, until, until I get a more specific name. Uh, yes, until, uh, until a name is given, all 73-year-olds are guilty of kiddie fiddling if they appeared on television at any time in the 1970s. <laughs> the 1970s. I'm just, no. I found a website that literally gives me a list of ce- celebrities who are 73 years old. You want to go through them? Oh, <laughs> it has to be British celebrities. There though. are hundreds. Only um, British. Al Pacino is seventy-three years old. I didn't know that he was uh, a pedophile. <laughs> I had no idea. How can <laughs> he be? He's not seventy-three. I refuse to believe it. How many other pedos are listed there then? Come on. Alex Trebek is seventy-three years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. Again, does not look seventy-three. Uh, for our British listeners, he presents jeopardy, but it does look like a pedo. He doesn't. He looks like a, a, a an overly familiar teacher. Oh, oh. wait, hang on. <laughs> um, oh, Mr. Rutland. No, it wasn't Mr. Rutland, was it? it? Was the other man? Mr. Rutland just just electrocuted you. Bruce Lee, seventy three years old. He's dead. It doesn't matter. Isn't he dead? He's he's been dead for decades, but it doesn't matter. Officer Utrey will still arrest him. <laughs> exactly. Pull him out. Well, from he's still his guilty by my... grave. He's still guilty in my book. Yes. He, um, uh, he is to feature in an upcoming MMA video game as a, as a character. But only if you pre order it, you can get Bruce Lee. Oh. That's, I love. I just really hope it's Bruce Lee as he is now, just his rotting skeleton that you can just repeatedly punch and kick in this video game. Excellent. These oh. look like they're all American celebrities. Oh, uh, so it won't be any of them. Good. Okay. Who's David Ackroyd? I don't care. I'm becoming bored with your list reading now. I can't believe you don't care about who's 73 years old. I can't believe this isn't compelling television. <laughs> it is very compelling telly. What television program are you watching these days? I assume that you've stopped watching White Collar now. Well, yes, because they've stopped making it. Oh, it's been cancelled. Good. No, no, I think it may. I don't think it has been cancelled. It just hasn't been on for a while. We haven't watched the last series. We kind of drifted away after being deeply, deeply in love with it. I told you it was rubbish. It, it wasn't rubbish for a bit, but it kind of just got a bit boring and we started drifting away and, and it lost our interest. So what are you interested in at the moment? Uh, we're loving Elementary. Oh, yes, uh, you mentioned that and I'm meant to be giving it some sort of audition. Are you sure I won't be annoyed by it? You are annoyed by everything, so of course you will be. I will be. <laughs> Laura and I finally watched, we delayed it, we delayed it a couple of weeks because we couldn't bear for it to be over. But we watched the final psych this week. I don't know what that is oh psych's been going for eight years it's a a, a, a a very silly crime procedural about a guy who pretends to be psychic so he can work with the police um but it, it went it jumped its sharks in the first season and it just became this thing of joy to the point where like they, they did an episode where they reunited as many members of the t- twin peaks cast as they could for a twin Peaks spoof episode and and stuff like that oh yes i remember twin peaks it was great. Did you actually enjoy it, though? Oh, to me, because it was amazing. Not the the first time I watched it, uh, at the time it was being broadcast. I was up, was staying up past my bedtime, watching. I had a TV, like a portable TV in my bedroom in my oh, early lucky, teens. L- lucky you. Lucky me. And, you know, TVs, you'll only know this if you were a teenager with a portable TV in your bedroom, but TVs on mute aren't actually mute. Oh, yes. They're still emitting a tiny amount of sound. And I would turn the volume all, because I was not allowed to be watching TV in bed, for sure. And I would turn the volume all the way down to the bottom, and it would be on like no volume, and it would still be like blah, 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 as far as I was concerned. Obviously, no one else in the house, if they were breathing, would be able to hear it. But I was convinced they would. And I remember watching Twin Peaks at this volume, being absolutely terrified by it. Plus, you must remember that TVs also used to make a terrible hissing sound. No, well, not, not in the 19, early 90s, they didn't. They did. All CRTs Oh, that. Uh, oh, they made... Yes, no, it wasn't a hissing sound. It was more of a kind of almost unconscious... Yeah, I used to be able to tell if a TV... I, I was so conscious of that sound... That exactly. I would be able to tell if a TV was on in the room I hadn't gone into yet. Exactly. So I could just hear the noise. And I remember saying to other people, can you hear the TV in the next room? And they were like, no, and they couldn't hear it. And, I, and so I realised that was why I'm amazing. I could as I well. Could hear it. I could hear it. Because we're All both amazing. We well, both. We already knew that you were amazing. We're, we're and now both slightly amazing or otherwise known as slightly autistic. <laughs> <laughs> 1990 to 1991, Twin Peaks. So I would have been 12 to 13. But when I, re- when I watched it properly as, an, as a young adult, oh man, it was great. And I've watched it twice through and it's just wonderful. Would you recommend to our younger listeners who didn't experience it the first time? Oh yes. That they should. Definitely, really? definitely. Are you sure? Oh yes, this, the writing is so exquisite and and the tension and the terror of of these just deeply weird situations. All at the same time, you know, you need to know that it was uh Aaron Spelling who was the man behind all the big soap operas was tricked by David Lynch into producing this program. I and see. so David Lynch pretended it was going to be a soap opera and then it it wasn't and that's how Spelling ended up funding it. Can I ask our listeners, you can. You should watch um, My Little Pony, episode 420, wh- whose title is Leap of Faith. Oh, the placebo episode? Yes. Have you watched it yet? No, John? I haven't watched it yet. I must. Okay, we'll watch it at the end of this episode. I'll have to wait for the DVDs to come out, though. That's true. Yes. <laughs> but it is, it is an, it's, it's amusing, because it's basically Ben Goldacre's um, <laughs> Bad Science <laughs> condensed into a My Little Pony episode. <laughs> that is wonderful. And it even deals... With the moral dilemma that we brought up in the podcast with him. You know, the moral dilemma about, um, even if you, if you know it's a placebo, but it appears to be helping somebody, yes. should you reveal? Wow. <laughs> I'm impressed. And it comes to a conclusion. Goodness gracious me. Yes. Other TV okay. shows what I am watching at the moment. I'm loving Arrow. Arrow in its second season has become super John, great. John, please, please yes. don't be a marketing shield for McDonald's. Just say, I love. Okay. Apologise. Okay. I love Arrow. It is great. Okay, good. Um, 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 I quite like uh, Naked and Afraid. That's great TV. Mm-hmm. Um, Resurrection is a big pile of crap. Can't even enjoy watching... Resurrection is a big pile of crap. Can't even enjoy watching that. Don't be blasphemous. You could take that out of context, couldn't you? Get me thrown out of the church. The church. Forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the 100 is ab- appalling, and I can't stop bringing myself to stop watching that. John, isn't it about time... Yeah. ...that these bloody atheists just got over and realised this is a Christian country? Exactly, it's a Christian country. It's born, based in Christian values, founded by Mr J. Christ himself. He laid the original foundation stone of Englandshire. That's right. So can you just get over it? Can we just all maybe just accept that we're a Christian country and everyone who lives here is a Christian? Whether and of course by Christian, hold on, by Christian of course we mean um, Church of England Christian because that's <laughs> the only Christian. <laughs> there is no other kind. We're not yeah. allowing apostates. Exactly. Just get over it please. That was about... Uh, I'd I'd like to say parodying, but that's basically what um, Eric Pickles, a Tory um, uh, minister, said the other day. There you go. It's very important to always describe Tim as barely sentient testicle, Eric Pickles. Correct. Correct. Shall we say goodbye? No, it's not time. We've got two more minutes. Do we? I'm demanding an extra two minutes. I want to talk about how it's a Christian country some more. Okay. I want to talk about how it's a country formed in Christian values... When mm-hmm. the original Anglo-Saxons settled here with their Christian values, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I want to talk about how those Christian values have to be the ones invented by people in the last two to three hundred years. Yes, and I also enjoy the fact that you say Christian as if it's an unproblematized statement, yes. where the the most I'm British person alive today, Nigel Farage, yes. was in fact a French Huguenot who was kept a Huguenot out indeed. of France who was kicked out of France for being the wrong sort of Christian. <laughs> I did enjoy Stuart Lee's uh, explanation of um, all those immigrants coming into our country, the Huguenots, when he went on about the Huguenots. That was very good. Yes. Oh, Stuart Lee, for our um, American, American listener. listener, is an overrated stand-up comedian <laughs> in <laughs> the United Nick doesn't Kingdom. get Stuart Lee. It's so funny. Nick doesn't get Stuart Lee. Nick's actually tricked by his stuff, oh. which is really weird. I actually get him more than he gets himself. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Lee is, is a master of the art, and, and I've also. gone more. I, I, I've over. I've I've taken his meta and yeah. I've kicked his meta in his own, up his own backside. I've metaed him. I have meta abolished his, his <laughs> ass. <laughs> we should do a whole episode in American. Actually, we should. <laughs> we should do. An episode where we. in well, an American accent or just using American idiom? American accent. accents. That's true. Actually, we should. So we should we should do a little foreshadowing. We should do a little promotion. Mm-hmm. So next week, it's going to be uh, Rumdoings in Human Being Persons. But it'll be a bit echoey. Uh, yes, we'll be in the positive cast. Echo chamber. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, in the torture chamber. <laughs> the torture chamber is deep beneath the positive castle. That's uh, right. Actually, face to face, probably kissing quite a lot during the episode. Well, I'd hope so. We haven't seen each other for a while. I haven't seen your new lithe self, although you That's say there's been, there's been some plateauing, but I'll kick your ass into shape. Okay, and then in the week after that, hopefully, we should be joined by Judge Cotscomb himself. Indeed, in person. Another in person episode. And we'll actually drink some rum. And shall we foreshadow what's happening in. One and a half months time yes give uh, give it but make sure it 's just a foreshadow so okay. I, need, I need to I need to see it as as a a, a foreground shadow Rom doings she 'll once again be aquatic that 's right, although slightly more disappointing <laughs> yes <laughs> it 's going to be the cruise of disappointment, no balcony cheap. <laughs> Well, it's not cheaper, is it? <laughs> it's <laughs> not <more> expensive. expensive. <laughs> uh, but but it needs to be slightly more expensive to make its worseness even more poignant. That's right. Is there a word? Is, there, is worseness a word? It's the uh, worsosity. Yeah. Worcissitude. Okay, we're talking nonsense now. <laughs> so we should continue for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right, then. <laughs> Piss off. Go away. See you. See you soon. Be well. But I, look after yourself. Take care now, won't you? Bye-bye. Don't get cancer or have a miscarriage. (laughs) Bye-bye. Okay, bye.